Welcome back to the Sudish Podcast. In the last chapter, we heard about Sadhu, how he got married and adopted Sikhi through the influence of his wife by meeting Guru Hargobind. The last chapter, we heard how Sadhu's wife was now pregnant, she was expecting. And chapter 19 now begins describing how after a full nine months, a beautiful and very fortunate son was born into Sadhu's house. He had such a stunning, beautiful face and looked glorious. Men and women seeing the baby boy were so lovingly delighted by his appearance. When the boy was about one years old, they quickly took the boy to see Guru Hargobind, who was living in Amritsar at that time. Sadhu first bathed in the Amritsar Srovar and placed in front of the Guru whatever he could. He crossed his hands together and bowed down. He requested the Guru in a supplication in an Ardas. He said, O compassionate one, you have destroyed our inferior intellect. Our son is the result of your blessing. Such a beautiful and fortunate son we have received. Please give him a name. He will become a Sikh from your words. Guru Hargavan looked over at this boy. He had such a beautiful form and thus called him Rupchand, one whose form is radiant like the moon. His name became known as Pai Rupa and he will greatly adorn Guru Sikhi. The couple hearing this, hearing the blessing of Guru Hargavan, was so happy. They spent a few more days there close to the Guru. Then they got permission and headed back to their home, remembering the Guru all along the way, they obtained great bliss. They would come back every six months to receive the Guru's darshan, divine sight, bringing with them what they could and then getting permission from the Guru, they would head back home. They raised their son very well, making him grow, and Sikhi was absorbed greatly in his mind. Father and son had such love for Sikhi, earning Sikhi, just like how the daughter of Akal, the mother, had great love for Sikhi. Rupa got old enough to work at this time, just like how the elders would work, so he worked with his father, always remaining within the sanctuary of the Guru. Firstly, his mother and father were both great Sikhs. So then the son was also absorbed greatly in this love of the Guru, understanding the Guru as a form of the Divine, always contemplating upon the beauty of the Divine within his heart. When the Guru came to Duroli, he heard about this and was totally blown away. So now we're back to the present time of Guru Hargun visiting Saindas and Ramo in Duroli. Rupa had such joy in his heart when he heard the Guru had come down to this area. So to obtain the divine sight of the Guru on the festival of Vaisakhi, he went there. Every day his heart blossomed via the love of the Guru. He got permission then at that point after Vaisakhi and he left. Singing the Guru's praise and listening to it, he was in such bliss. Father and son, Sadhu and Rupa would always speak about the Guru's praise to each other whenever they could. And one hot day, during the month of Jeet, so this is between mid-May and mid-June, from all directions there was such heat, there was such incredible sun at that point beating down on the region where both father and son were cutting wood in the forest. At some distance from their house, Sadhu said, Wow, it's so hot outside. Listen son, make sure as we progress forward into the forest to bring a small pot of water with you so that when we get thirsty, we can drink it. Rupa heard this, he got some fresh water, filling up the pot, he placed it on his shoulder, and then both of them headed out. Rupa, whose good fate had arisen for all to see. They went really far, taking this water with them. They were going out to cut wood. They saw this massive janda tree, and they hung that pot of water from a branch. They went to the other trees and began cutting them down with their axes. They had eaten before they left home, but the heat had made them very thirsty. 
They went back to the Janda tree to drink that water and they stood underneath that tree. So when Rupa went to go get the pot, he touched the pot. And because it was hanging underneath the tree in the shade, it got really cool. Both of him and his father were really thirsty, but he said, Oh, listen, father, look at how beautifully cold this water has become. I've never seen water get this cold before in this hot, hot wind. But in the shade, how did it get so cold? And look, we are just workers. Such a delight, such a delicacy, we are really not worthy of. This water is surely suitable only for Guru Hargobind. I don't see anybody as desiring for this fine water than him. Guru Hargobind is the greatest of them all, the master of the world. All the best things in the world are befitting for them. Those who are wise understand this, and they give the best offerings to the Guru's house. In understanding that they were given these great items, they become pleased, and the Guru themselves give their hand out to carry us across ocean-like life. Listening to his son, Sadhu closed his eyes and placed his remembrance upon the Guru. They then both of them got up at some point and began cutting wood again. They had the idea that the Guru would come first and drink this water, and then they would consume it. They would grasp firmly on the support of the Guru. So about half an hour passed in this thirst. They both got together again underneath that tree. When Sadhu went to grab the water again, he saw that it was just so cold. He desired to give this to his son, who was really thirsty, to rid his son of this thirst, which was becoming so unbearable at this point. He saw that the water was cold, and then thought within his heart, My wise son, what he has said is truth. It's truly best for the Guru. But will the Guru come here to drink it? He stopped touching the pot at that point and sat down beside his son. Both of them now were just so thirsty. Their tongue, their throat, their mouth, all just dried up. They couldn't even speak properly at this point. Slowly, slowly they spoke while looking around all the directions for Guru Hargobin. They thought, well, Guru Hargobin has an encampment at Doroli. That's about 60 kilometers from here. It's so hot right now. How will the Guru come here? At that point, Rupa explained to his father, it's not befitting for us to have this type of doubt. The Guru is the master of all powers, in the fullest extent. Whoever remembers the Guru, the Guru immediately arrives there. They forever hold true to their vow of love. The Guru will see that this water is for them. They will come here to drink it. Rupa said this, then he got up again to do some work, but they just couldn't. They just laid down. They became so thirsty, cutting this wood down. Their mouth, their lips, their throat was all getting dried up. They knew the water which is so cold, such amazing water, and they desired the exalted Guru Hargwin to enjoy it first. Their faces now began to weather up. They began to dry up. Both father and son passed out at this point. Guru Hargwin was within his residence, resting, laying down on his beautiful soft bed. In the tent the Guru was in, they had sprinkled some cold water on the sheets so that it would cool the inside of the tent. They had sprayed rose water along the walls as well to fragrance it. All the sheets and walls were infused with such delightful scents. Bibi Ramo was there waving a fan and Sainadas was there speaking with the Guru. But the Guru was just being pulled greatly by love. He immediately got up, leaving it all behind, quickly placing a saddle on his horse before mounting up and heading out alone. He just couldn't stand or bear the pain of his six. And very quickly, just in an instant, the Guru covered six kilometers. In great thirst, the Guru himself was roaming here and there in an area where nobody could get any water. Guru Hargobind was roaming, looking for that spot in the jungle. Meanwhile, 
father and son, Sadhu and Rupa were just laid out, basically unconscious. Their mouth, lips and throat all dried out. They only had one support, one hope, that the true Guru would come there and they would serve him this fine water. They had already offered it to the Guru. They held firm to this, stubbornly to this, within their heart, that they wouldn't drink from it unless Guru Hargobin would drink it first. They would obey this vow even to the end of their life. How would Guru Hargobin not come there, they thought. Guru Hargobin saw the two of them from afar and loudly shouted out, Why are you guys just laying down? My thirst is so painful right now. In the jungle, I wasn't able to find any place to drink. I was searching and searching, but it never came to hand. I wasn't able to find anything. The eyes of Sadhu at that point just popped open. He had gone unconscious from thirst, but he got up after hearing this and said, Who's yelling in the jungle? Why would somebody be roaming around at this time in the early afternoon in such heat? Then Sadhu saw Guru Hargobind mounted up on his horse, and just like a river which had been dried up from the heat, and within that river, fish just flopping in excruciating pain. In the same way, these two, Sadhu and his son Rupa, were in such pain. They were enduring this pain, holding on to the one support of the Divine. And Guru Hargobind, in like the form of a storm cloud, arrived there. Like two lotus flowers, who were being hit by the heat, all sunken in and being dried up. It was like Guru Hargobind came there in the form of a river to give them life. They got up, without even drinking the water, and they were in so much bliss. Sadhu said to his son, Rupa, Get up, son. I've seen Guru Hargobind come this way. He's thirsty. So get yourself together and serve him that water. Both of them basically looked dead. They were dried up. But Rupa got up as if somebody gave him amrit, ambrosial nectar, and revived him. Both of them stood up with their hands clasped. Guru Hargobind's horse was neighing as it arrived up to them. Guru Hargobind was telling them over and over again that he was thirsty, searching for water, and that in the heavy heat, of this afternoon month of Jet, he wasn't able to find anything. Both of them, Sadhu and Rupa, went to the feet of the Guru while saying, We have water ready. We have tied up a pot underneath that Jan tree over there. The water is so cold from the wind and the shade, it's only deserving to be consumed by you. We were thirsty as well, but we didn't drink from it. Both of them were holding the stirrups of the horse of Guru Hargobind so he could dismount. They took off some of their clothes so that Guru Hargobind could have a sheet to sit on. They had clasped their hands while seating Guru Hargobind there. They made this cup out of leaves, and Sadhu then poured the water into that leaf cup. And Guru Hargobind consumed it and said, I've never had water like this. No one has ever served me water like this, with such love as well. This water has totally taken away my great thirst. Now you should also drink this water, this peace-giving water. Even water which has ice in it, or potassium nitrate. So this is the type of material that was used during that time uh, to put into water to cool it, like ice. Guru Hargobin continues, even using ice and that chemical, even then I've never tasted water as cold as this. Guru Hargobin continued to praise it over and over again. And the father and son, Sadhu Rupa, in getting permission from the Guru, then drank the water and finished it off as well. They were so delighted and then began fanning Guru Hargobin at that point. Their great fate from their previous lives had manifested. And this is how chapter 19 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear more about father and son, Sadhu and Pai Rupa. So that's what we're going to pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who have supported the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. <laughs> Let's go.
ਸ਼ਰਨ ਪਰੇਗਾ ਤੇ ਤਰੀਗਾ ਗੱਜ ਗੱਜ ਕਰਾਈ ਜਾਵੇ ਗੁਰੂ ਅਰਜਨ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਦੇ ਮਨ ਭਾਵ